Hi everyone, welcome to Sketch Shitless Podcast. My name is James. This is a podcast about horror stories by someone who is terrified of horror. Yes, that's me. Um, today I'm joined with my good friend Tilly. Hey Tilly. Hello. How are you? Good. Um, I'm so excited to have you on because so me and Tilly used to work together in retail and um, I remember I used to always come to work and like we would just talk about, <laughs> we would just burn through so many different <laughs> topics. Yeah. And do you remember that one day that I took, um, we were talking about like spirits and ghosts Yes. and then I like downloaded, I quickly downloaded an app without you realizing. And I'm like, Tilly, I'm going to see if there's any ghosts around you. And I took a photo and I edited a fake ghost behind you and I convinced you that it was real. But remember first you did the necklace game and you scared me (gasps) so much because yeah, Yeah. I'd never like done that before. Mm. And you freaked me out because it was 100% moving. 100%. We went, we like fully went into the office and we we're, would we're like hold the necklace and ask questions. Yeah, but I think we were in a shopping mall. Well, we were. So yeah. it's like, I feel like there was just so much going on. <laughs> a lot of energy, yeah. a lot of noise. And then and me and Tilly, I used to read Tilly's tarot cards like on our break. We would go up to the car park and I would read her tarot cards. So <laughs> we had we had good times. Um, we did. But Tilly, uh, what do you do? Like, what's your life? Tell me everything. Um, I am a freelance photographer. Mm-hmm. Currently just shooting a bunch of weddings, content creation for like brands, labels, that kind of thing. Okay. So between that, I'm pretty pretty flat chat but it's good and you are um a mother to a dog i am yes (laughs) because we we say that because your dog is literally like your baby yeah so her name's piper she's a um little four nearly five year old staffy she is the best and she's like blue is that the color you call it yeah they call it like blue slash i don't know i think when we got her. She was listed as Blue Wheaton, so it's kind mm. of like an, a bluey brown. Okay, yeah. that's so adorable. I think she's the cutest thing on this planet. She's crazy, but she cute. Is. Yeah. <laughs> I just think like Staffies have such a, like, of specifically Staffies and pit bulls, they have a smile. Oh yeah. You know, like they have a huge, enormous smile, and I just love them so much. Yeah. Um, okay, what's your relationship with like scary stuff, horror? Like, what's your vibe? Okay, so when I was coming over I was thinking about this and it's weird because I think like as I was growing up my relationship with like scary content was kind of weird because I was the eldest of five kids and my youngest brother is like 10 years younger than me so I wasn't really like exposed to a lot of scary stuff until I was a lot older Mm. purely because we weren't really able to have like scary things on in the house because the kids the kids were all so young so it wasn't until I was like quite a bit older that I actually started watching like scary movies or Mm. anything like scary at all to be honest so I think it kind of made me extra scared because I always thought oh, you can't watch this because it's so scary. Even though it wasn't really directed at me, it was more at, like, my younger siblings. Mm. But I definitely reckon that's where, like, my scared nature came from. (laughs) Do you... So now, can you you watch horror movies now? Yeah, I can. Like, they still definitely scare me, Mm. but, yeah. What scares... Like, which... What genre? Like, what part of it scares Um, you? I think, like, thrillers pretty much like Wolf Creek vibe, okay. that kind of stuff really scares me. Yeah. Um, and definitely paranormal stuff as well. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, those kind of like really like So stuff set, that's real? Yeah, yeah. real life. Yeah. Um, set like maybe out in the middle of nowhere, that yeah. kind of vibe is, is terrifying. That scares the show yeah. too. I remember watching like have you heard of The Hills Have Eyes? Yeah, I've never that, seen it, mm, but I have heard of it. Scared the shit out of me because it's like um, just help, like being so in the middle of nowhere, oh, no yeah. help, stranded, mm. that, that shit scares me so much. And mm. like, yeah, Wolf Creek is just, it's a classic. Yeah. It's definitely. incredible. And it's based on real, yeah. real life. Like yeah. Ivan Milat, exactly. the murderers. Um, so what's like the last scary thing that you've seen in terms of a film? 
Like, what's the last um, one you've seen? I re-watched Seven the other day. Oh, um, Netflix? Yeah. Did you watch it? Yeah. yeah. Like, I've seen it, obviously, yeah, before, classic. but I re-watched it, and it still really scared me, <laughs> yeah, even, me like, the tenth time. Yeah, me too. It's just, like, it's obviously really well done, but it's scary as yeah, hell. it is. Um, but I really love that movie. That I think ending, it's Oh, oh I know. It's just wild, hey? It's Brad Pitt's best movie, in my opinion. Yeah. And Morgan Freeman's up there as well. Definitely. Um, so what's your what's your opinion on, like, do you believe in ghosts, spirits, like... Yeah, I guess I do. Like, I've never really... I try to turn a blind eye to it because it's so scary. Yeah. But I definitely believe in some kind of force or whatever you would call it out there. Mm. Um, but what that is, I, I don't know. Last episode, I was talking to... Um, Roxy Horror, who's a drag queen, and I was saying to her that, like, I am a strong believer in, like, um, I think that if there are spirits, they would listen to your energy, and if they, if you're open to it, yeah. they would come to you and, like, try and communicate. Yeah. So I'm very not... My yeah. energy is very much, like, please don't come near me. Yeah. Like, because I would just freak out. Like, I couldn't communicate They do properly. say that that's a thing, and yeah. even, like, with um, psychics and stuff, they're so open to... Yeah all of that so that's how they're able to kind of harness it I guess yeah I just couldn't I just know that if I have you ever seen a ghost or anything no no we've um like had them in the house as kids my mum had to actually um when we this is when I was like in our childhood home Mm. um she had to get someone in to sort of like sweep a ghostbuster I guess to like sweep the spirits out because someone had died in the home and you you know how they say that small children are really susceptible to seeing yeah. spirits yeah my younger siblings were sort of saying weird stuff like who's that over there constantly you know on the couch and things oh like God. that I never saw it but they were a lot younger mm. so they might have um, seen something I mean who knows we will never know but my mum's still like got some like witchy lady in to sweep the house <laughs> like sage? out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like go around in an anti-clockwise oh, motion wow. or something and sweep the home. Did it work? Yeah, apparently it did. I mean, I was like quite young, so she sort of didn't go into detail with me yeah. at the time. But yeah, like they must have been constantly saying it for her to get someone in to do that. Yeah, I thought it was really odd, but that is weird. Yeah. I've never like yeah. I, I think that they do say that animals and kids. Yes, yeah, are really animals open. as well. I remember yeah. like my cat back at my mum's now. He he always did this thing in his one room in my old house where like he would look directly behind me into the corner of the room and just stand there and start yeah. meowing really loud. Yeah. And I'd be like, can you stop doing that? Because I like you're freaking me out. And he kept doing it every time I was in this specific room. Um, and so I think that there was something there, but he just, he could see it and we could Yeah, definitely. Um, cool. One of my, so one of my favorite stories that you've told me (laughs) ever is literally like, I tell people this story like on the daily sometimes because it just cracks me up. So please tell me the story of the time you ordered. What did you actually try and order? Okay. I know the story you mean. Um, (laughs) Okay, so my sister lives in New York City. And when she first moved there, like, a couple of years ago, we used to, like, order a lot of stuff that we couldn't get delivered to Australia. So just, you know, clothing brands that wouldn't ship to Australia. So there was quite a few parcels coming from her and then being sent over to us. And I was waiting for this particular parcel to arrive, which was just some expensive clothing. So every time we we did it, we were always a bit like, oh, I hope this gets here. Because, you know, it's like anything you order internationally, you just never really know yeah. what, what where it's going to end up. <laughs> yeah. So it's always a bit of a gamble. But, um, yeah, so I'm waiting for this parcel. And then one day this this parcel rocks up and it was in this really massive box, like way bigger than I was expecting. So... That was the first kind of weird <laughs> alarm bell. I was like, what? It was just like, just sitting on your porch? Yeah. Okay. And it was like really big and it's like come from <laughs> the USA. It's got my name on it, my address. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> anyway, I start opening it, like the bottom corner. Mm. And the first thing I see is a foot. <laughs> yeah. And I like freak out. Okay. Because, like, obviously, you open a parcel, you expect in clothes, and there's like a foot in there. And I was like, 
oh man, something's <laughs> not right. Yeah. So I kind of like go, all right, we'll open it up. So opening it up, um, legs, arms, hands, like there's a full body in there. Um, not a real one, okay, thank of God. course. <laughs> but um, was it all connected to, into one? Yeah, okay, yeah, but it was like all bent and like mm. twisted up correctly. And by then, I was just like, "What is going on? <laughs> like, this is insane." Yeah. And then you get to the head, and it's this woman mm. looking at me, and I'm just like, "Oh my God! Like, it's... who has sent this? Like." <laughs> <laughs> What is going on? Like, I haven't ordered this. Yeah. No one that I know would possibly send me this as a joke. Yeah. Like, this is crazy. Yeah. Anyway, um, pull it out and I realise it's a sex doll. <laughs> is it heavy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, so detailed. I I've never seen anything like it. Wow. And I'm just like, what? Like, I was, like, terrified, but it was funny, but it was like... It's scary. Yeah. I'm so unsettled. It was so scary. What colour hair did it have? It was blonde, yeah. It was blonde? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but you could change her hair. Like, it was oh, wow. really detailed um, with all these elements that you can, like... Did it come you with know. a pamphlet or something? No, it had no instructions. It was just, just, yeah. Straight up. Anyway, so, like, here I am, like, thinking, could my husband have done this? Could my <laughs> sister have done this as a joke? Like, there's no one I could think that would that would think I would find this funny, yeah. right? Yeah. Because it's addressed to you. Yeah, like, it's got so my name on it. Obviously, like, you'd think... But they're not cheap. No. They're really... If it's well, a we prank, did, they're not cheap. Exactly. Yeah. And we did some, like little bit of research and mm. found out it's worth a couple of grand yes um but anyway i was more worried that like is my real parcel gonna yeah. rock up because i just had put it down to surely there's just been like some issue yeah. in the mail center and yeah. i've been sent the wrong one but this poor person who ordered that like they, they were spent well no because like there was no way i could send it back to them there was no return like oh nothing God. it was literally just as if I'd bought it, slapped on the front, like it was insane. And then, did your actual parcel arrive? It did that's a couple of days just later. Doesn't make any sense know, to me. So I know. why? Oh, it's so, so weird. It's like they've like double printed my label in the center, and like of all things to get sent. Is it one of those ones with the mouth wide open as well? Because I've yeah, seen those sexual this No, I'm pretty sure her mouth was closed. Okay, yeah. she was just. Yeah. It was what it was. Yeah. And were the eyes really scary? It was so real, like. That's what yeah. I mean. Oh. Yeah, like, she, the eyes were real. Like, the, when oh. I first opened it and saw the foot, like, it looked real. Like I'm not this, even kidding. Whoa. Like, that was when I, like, freaked out. Because I was like, what? <laughs> and did you pull it out of the box? Yeah, yeah. I, I can't, see, I can't imagine you, like, fully read. I'd, I'd say, like, you'd get your partner to come and do it. Because, well, I like, was just so confused <laughs> yeah. at the time. So I just, like, got it out and was oh. like... That's my, you know, oh, it's just the funniest story I've ever heard in my life. I know. I just, it gets me every single time. And like, I just tell people that on the <laughs> daily, like when anyone talks about like the post, I'm like, oh, this one time, my friend Tilly, oh, it just, it cracks me I up. I think it's funnier if you know me as well, because like. <laughs> yeah. Cause you're so innocent. I would, so like, I would just any, be like, what is going on? And like, the thing is like, you just don't. It just, it's out, out of character for you. Like, I know. And if it is a prank, if it was a prank, that's like the world's most expensive, yeah, elaborate we'll, prank. we'll never really know. We never will know. Mm. Um, so before we get on to the story, which we were going to get into in a moment, um, I was contacted by this lovely person from the from Edmonton. I think that's in Canada. Yeah. He is a horrorcore rapper which is really cool. It's like really intense, like rap. Um, okay. Honestly, like it's, it's intense. I, I like it. I got to be in the mood for it, but I'm going to um, play a little bit now before we get into the story. Yeah, sure. um, not for you. Cause I'll just, <laughs> I'll edit it in. Um, but you can look him up. His name is um, Poltergeist OD. So you can find him on, on YouTube and I think he's on Spotify as well. So, Go give him a support. I'll play a little bit now and then we'll be back in a minute for the main story. See you soon. 
This just in, pulled the guy, started making new friends, started making new songs, started making newer enemies, and even fewer we using two of the sense for me. No use using energy to get to me, especially since I fell off from all of y'all like leprosy. Tend to be the type of guy to sensibly show some integrity, preferably, but presently feel like the pleasantries are essentially stemming from jealousy. When you should have respectfully showed some respect for me Instead of these incredibly unsuccessful attempts to get next to me Just to readily try and strip my destiny My identity and what it meant to me Must have weighed down on you heavily It's heavenly Just how hard it all raised down on you instead of me Not If you feel bad, there is Stay up with your best friends I thought about it, but then I decided that remorse will get me nowhere It's easier to live without regrets now to that shocking story out of Wisconsin. The brutal stabbing of a 12-year-old girl. The girl told police she was with two other girls she knew. The victim's friend left her to die. Prosecutors asked for a million dollars cash bail for two middle schoolers they say plotted for months before they attacked their best friend. The suspect lured the victim into the woods. All three of the girls are 12 years old. And as full details of this case start to circulate, people that I talk to literally have no words. Welcome back. I'm here with Tilly. Um, I hope you enjoyed that song, even though it was probably very intense and definitely set in a weird mood. But alas, here we are. <laughs> so, Tilly, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of Slender Man? I have. <laughs> what's, your, what's your knowledge on this man? Okay, I definitely don't know a lot about it, um, but... I believe he is like a character that was created on the internet. Yes. Is that correct? Spot on. Yeah. Do you know what he looks like? I've seen pictures. He's got no face. Is that right? Correct. He's just like a figure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know He's, the one. He's um, usually like described as a, like very tall, yeah. very skinny, no face, wears a suit, mm. very long arms. Yeah. Um, that's usually the way he's described. Obviously, on the internet, people have shown, like, have just photoshopped photos of real, real Slender Man caught on tape or, like, real Slender Man photo um, from, like, the 50s. Um, but obviously, I don't believe that he actually exists, but there is a story um, of a stabbing. Have you heard of a, this stabbing before? Yeah, I've definitely heard of yeah. something related to it, mm. but you'll have to. Well, I'm going to give you the full story. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, feel free to interrupt anytime if you have any questions or if you want to, like, add any points. But, um, yeah, let's get into this. Sure. So we are in Waukesha. Can't pronounce it because it sounds really weird in an Australian accent. But normally it's like Waukesha. <laughs> um, it's in Milwaukee in Wisconsin. <clears throat> so on Saturday, May 31st, 2014... Around 9 a.m., 911 dispatchers receive a call from a Greg Steinberg, a man who is cycling through a forest when he finds a girl, a young girl, who has, who he said has been stabbed multiple times. He was standing at the ambulance when they took her inside the ambulance and he overheard one of the paramedics say that she was stabbed over 19 times and identified as Peyton Lautner. And she was 12 years old. Oh, my God. Yeah, so here's my thing. Stabbings, they're just, like, even in movies, like, or anything to do with, like, stabbings, it just, it really always makes me feel really uneasy. And, like, 19 times when I heard that, like, I automatically thought it would be someone who was very angry and very passionate as well. Like, anyone who, like, can stab someone I find yeah, very personal. Yeah, definitely. Like, a gun is very different. Shooting, like, that's why... Yeah, it's sort of over very quickly. Overkill. This yeah. is... For sure. And, like, that's why with school shootings and stuff, um, obviously there's no, like, mass stabbings because guns are quick and they're not personal and it's just, like, they want to kill a lot of people very mm. quickly, whereas stabbing is, like, very personal and very passionate. Um, yeah, okay, so... Peyton, who is the girl that was stabbed, she had two... She had a friend from school named Morgan Geyser. Um, and there was another girl involved who was named Anissa. Um, Anissa was friends with Morgan and Morgan and Anissa met on their bus, like, in the morning, like, the bus trip into the school. Um, they were both in grade six. And uh, Morgan introduced Anissa to Peyton while they're at school. Okay. Confusing, I know. So we've got... Peyton, who's been stabbed. Then we have Morgan, who is Peyton's 
best friend, and then Morgan has a friend named Anissa. It's important okay. why that, but they're all kind of friends. Um, we'll talk about Megan, sorry, Morgan, because it's pretty important about her story. But Morgan was described as being like pretty quirky growing up. She didn't really care what people thought of her. And there's a couple of documentaries I watched about this and like there's like home videos of her and she seemed like a really like normal, like normal kid. There was nothing really weird about her. And, um, but one thing that struck, um, Morgan's parents about her <clears throat> one day they were watching Bambi. Um, and you know, the scene where spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Bambi, which <laughs> I'd be surprised if you haven't, but, um, Bambi's mother gets shot. Um, Morgan didn't react at all. Like she didn't feel sad. She didn't really feel anything. She was just kind of worried that Bambi would get shot and, um, was like, Bambi run, like save yourself. Don't look don't like, don't look back for your mom. It's fine. Oh, wow. Um, so that was a, a weird sign for the parents and a, a lot of more examples came out, um, after this, that the parents said, like it happened a lot during movies and like, she didn't really have much empathy for anyone. Um, okay. Which is a bit of a red flag, if I'm honest. Yeah, um, I think if you're that young and you're thinking like that, there's definitely some... Yeah, something wrong, Yeah, in my opinion. I think like, like empathy um, is something that every... Well, most people are kind of... Just, you, you learn and you grow with yeah. as like the human condition. So if you lack that sense of empathy, it can be an issue, especially down in like later in life. Yeah, totally. Um, so Anissa Weir, who is the other friend we're talking about, she was similar to Morgan. She was quirky, very shy. Like her bedroom's like bright pink. It's covered in those ugly like butterfly stickers. Um, and she was also in the choir and she was also in this weird like flight academy group where she would FaceTime her friends um, from different states in the afternoon um, talking about like flying planes. It was really weird anyway. I don't know why I even mentioned that, but it's in there. It just kind of shows that she's like a quirky little kid. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Anissa and Morgan became really close when they met in year six on their bus trip. Um, and Morgan was very into fantasy, like Harry Potter. And um, she was very into horror stories as well. And very into like gothic, dark stuff. Okay. Um, Anissa and Morgan bonded over very dark, creepy stories from the, from the internet um, and Anissa took kind of like a protective role over Morgan because Anissa didn't have many friends and neither did Morgan. So they became very close and they, they really looked out for each other at school. Um, so as you mentioned, Slender Man, he was created on a forum called Something Awful back in 2009. There was actually a competition that came out to, um, on this forum to come up with a, a creepy or terrifying character for a poster and the winner was Slender Man. It was an artist that made it. And he has, like you mentioned, no face, very tall. And he has like apparently tendrils that come from his back and like strangle his victims. Okay. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, there's no information on like his character. People like internet has just taken that image and kind of just like run with it and created their own story about it. Um, so an interesting point to make is that, Slender Man is kind of like the internet's version of like a campfire story. Like he doesn't exist and, um, you know, it's just like hearsay. Like it's just word of mouth, like creepy stuff. But with the internet, because the internet is so big and like can easily change your perspective on things, the story grew so quickly and it was kind of the perfect timing in 2009 to 2014, um, the internet was like really getting big with like very niche things like horror. And so Slender Man was kind of like the perfect time to, um, create like an urban legend for the internet. And that's why a lot of people know about him. So did people just like start <clears throat> kind of making up stories about him and yeah. they sort of spread and then this kind of character just became more powerful? Is Definitely, that like yeah. what happened? Because like, I think people wanted like a slice of the Slender Man pie because okay. like he was very like on brand, very popular and he was very image based as well. Like that's a very striking image, like a tall man with no face and a, a suit. So people made video games and like merchandise, fake photos, fake videos yep. because it got them like infamy online. So people just kind of like this one artist who originally made the poster was kind of like, okay, cool. Like this is going crazy, but sure. Hmm. Um, but yeah, 
so um so here is the some important information morgan who he mentioned she showed anisha anisa um slender man initially and they both talked about how they think that they might have saw them saw slender man in their dreams and that they saw him in real life um i think that they kind of created that in their head i think that like because it was so they became really obsessed with slender man um they read everything they could possibly find about him so they started dreaming about him and like hallucinating and seeing yeah. him um eventually morgan explained to anisa that slender man has things called proxies or his servants um, who work for him. And Morgan said to Anissa that they should become one of Slender Man's servants. When Anissa asked Morgan what they had to do in order to become a proxy or a servant, Morgan said, we have to kill Peyton because they had to prove themselves worthy to Slender Man. Nobody understands how they got to that conclusion or why like that even came to be. Because if you read any stories about Slender Man's, like, servants or whatever they're called, proxies. They never mention, like, murdering anyone or, like, um, like sacrificing anyone. Or even if they did, I think that... Um, I don't know, when, when I was 12, I could definitely, like, differentiate horror from... and, like, stories from reality. Yeah. I, it sounds like this girl, Morgan, was... Morgan, yeah. She was sort of the ringleader, hey? Yeah. Pretty Sounds much. like she had some dark thoughts and kind of this took this in a different direction. It's like almost delusion, isn't it? Yeah. In a way, it's like you, she's starting to believe that it's real, which is super scary because like there's so much on the internet that you could latch onto and believe yeah. in. Yeah, well, she's like believing she's part of it basically. Mm. Yeah, well, I guess like I remember being around that age, like I didn't have that many friends, but there were certain things that made me feel like I was part of the community. Like yeah. watching like, it's so fucking lame, but like anime and like yeah. things like that. And like being on like games online would make me feel like I had friends, even though yeah. I didn't really have that many friends. So Maybe I definitely that was get it. it. For her, yeah. yeah. Um, but, 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 so pretty much the only reason she gave was that, that um, Morgan said that she wanted to prove the skeptics wrong and prove that Slender Man was real. So that killing Peyton and then becoming Slender Man's slave would prove that he's real. And then all the skeptics online, they're saying that he's not real would not. Yeah. They'd shut up. Okay. Um, so Morgan invited. Oh, and so also something (laughs) strange is that they also believe that if they became one of Slender Man's slaves, they lived in the Slender Mansion together which is located in colorado apparently wow. so yeah they were, slender man would take you to the slender mansion and you would all live together okay Look. well that might weird. yeah um <laughs> it's weird it's also really weird because like morgan from interviews with her mum and parents they seemed so like loving and caring obviously i have no idea about their home life but it's so strange to me that like Did she ever talk or was it her parents talking on her behalf? It was her parents, yeah, talking on her behalf. Because she was so young. Yeah. Hmm. Like, even in interviews, you only hear about, like, the mum being like, she was such a cute little sweet kid. Yeah, it makes you wonder, though. It makes you wonder, like, like, why she wanted to live in Slender Mansion. Yeah. Or even just, like, obviously because they were so young, they weren't even able to speak themselves. So you're never really going to know what. No. They were truly like. No. It's just the picture that the mum's painting. Or even like the media's painting. Yeah. Because there's so much on this story, but like we will never know what actually happened. Mm. Um, so on, yeah. So Morgan invited Anissa and Peyton over for a sleepover on Friday, May 30th, 2014. Um, the girls had a sleepover and Morgan and Anissa planned to tie Peyton up and stab her in the neck and then run away. But in the morning, Peyton said, uh, sorry, in an interview, Peyton said that she wanted to give, oh my God, I'm so sorry. In an interview, Morgan said she wanted to give Peyton one more night. So she couldn't do it. She chickened out. She was too scared. She was like squeamish about blood. And so she freaked out and told Anissa she can't do it and she'll do it in the morning. So in the morning, um, while Peyton was sleeping, they also planned to stab her in her sleep. Um, But again, they couldn't do it. In the morning, 
Morgan's mother made them donuts and strawberries. Everything was very normal. Um, and they asked her mum if they could go to the park. Morgan slipped a kitchen knife into her bag, which was 13 centimetres long on the blade. So it's a very, very long kitchen knife. And Morgan showed the blade to Anissa while they were walking to the playground. Um, they played on the slide and on the swings and they, the plan was to go into the restroom at the park. Um, they knew that there was a drain in the restroom. So when they stabbed her, the blood would go into the drain. There would be no trace of blood. 12 year olds. How were they thinking of that? I don't know. It's, it's creepy. Um, Anissa asked Peyton, this is really weird. They went into the restroom together, all three of them. And Anissa said to Peyton, can you, can you lie down and fall asleep? Because we're going to play a game. And Anissa said to Morgan, well, Morgan said to Anissa, why, why are you trying to get her to go to sleep in this bathroom? And Anissa said, I read online that if someone's sleeping, it's easier to kill them. So, um, Peyton was obviously like, I'm not going to fucking sleep in this bathroom. Um, and eventually Anissa grabbed Peyton's head and slammed her against uh, a brick wall, trying to knock her out. It didn't work. Peyton got really upset and started crying. And then Anissa said that she, um, couldn't handle the crying and had to apologize and felt really bad. So Anissa took Morgan aside and said to her, I thought you agreed we had to do this. And Morgan started to freak out because she saw Peyton crying. And I think that she started to feel a little bit bad and empathetic. Um, at least, uh, Anissa and Morgan left the bathroom and they told Peyton that they were going to play hide and seek. Um, Peyton did not want to play hide and seek at all because of what just happened in the bathroom. Yeah. But Morgan said that she, that Peyton could pick the next game if they, if she play hide and seek. So she agreed. Um, Morgan said, sorry, Peyton said that, uh, sorry. Wow. My words are all over the place today. Jesus. I think cause there's like three different <laughs> three, names. Yeah. So it's, it's like, like Peyton, Anissa, Morgan. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck. And <laughs> uh, they're not like, like Peyton and Anissa are just like weird names. Anyway. So Morgan, no, Anissa takes Peyton into the woods to hide from okay. Morgan. Morgan is trying to find them. And then eventually uh, Anissa just keeps pulling Peyton deeper and deeper into the woods. Peyton gets a bit scared. Anissa tells Peyton to lie in the in the leaves and the dirt, and she'll cover herself in the leaves and the dirt. Um, and while Peyton is lying on the floor trying to hide, Morgan finds them. So she didn't, obviously didn't hide very well. Um, Morgan hands Anissa the knife and said she couldn't do it. Then Anissa handed it back and said to Morgan do it, go ballistic, just go crazy. Morgan said, I won't do it until you tell me to do it. So Anissa took a few steps back, turned her back and said, now. Anissa turns away and Morgan says, don't be afraid, I'm only a little kitty cat to Peyton. Morgan sits on Peyton's legs, goes face to face as close as she can get and whispers, I'm so sorry. Morgan says, it was like air when I was stabbing her. She didn't realize what, what was happening or what she was doing. So Peyton was stabbed 19 times. She was stabbed, uh, she was stabbed through the diaphragm, um, the arms, the legs and the torso with a 13 centimeter kitchen blade. Oh my God. Um, she was stabbed in the liver, in the stomach and her almost, almost her heart as well. It was very close to hitting her heart. So, which would a lot of blood. Oh yeah, sure. Um, Anissa told Peyton to lie down because the blood would come out slower and she would die quicker. And then they told Peyton that they were going to go and get some help. Um, but they left and they didn't call any, any help at all. So <clears throat> in an interview when they were caught, so what happened after this, after they stabbed her, they actually just, they walked um, for five hours right to the end of their city and they were eventually um a, the police put out a, an, an alert for these two girls and they were spotted um five hours from where the stabbing occurred and um they were picked up straight away and they were covered in blood um and they were both taken to separate interview rooms which you can watch online the interviews are like really bizarre and like oh really you yeah. can see them talking yeah you can see them talking online oh. really really fucking weird like the the 
Anissa seems very scared, very, very scared and, like, confused. And she's, I think she's realizing what she's just done. Yeah. And crying. And Morgan does not seem scared or anything. She's, like, kind of dancing in the spot, like, really relaxed, like, very calm and, like, keeps asking, like, um, which hospital they take her to? Like, oh, is she whoa. dead yet? And, like, all these questions. And, like, just doesn't care. So, did she die? So, um, what happened was Peyton was able to pull herself up, crawl from the woods to a bike path where the guy called 911, found her body. She was taken to hospital she was put into um, the operation theater immediately and she lived. She um, was out of hospital seven days after she was stabbed. Wow. Yeah, and one of the stab wounds, the doctors said that if it was one, um, one width of a human hair closer to her heart, she would have died. Right, so, so this is so probably close. why the story is so detailed because she's obviously lived to explain all of this. Well, she doesn't talk about this at all. She never, oh, really? she's really never opened up to any, um, anyone really about it. She's only briefly mentioned the actual attack, Okay. but she doesn't talk about Peyton. She doesn't talk about, sorry, she doesn't talk about Anissa or Morgan. Right. The detail comes mostly from interviews with the parents and like, um, really interesting. from the court case and stuff. Um, so, like I mentioned during the interviews, which are really weird and like, I would recommend watching them. It's so strange. Um, Morgan says that she wanted to hurt people. Like she, in the past, she's always wanted to hurt people that weren't nice to her. She lied to her family about having friends when like she hadn't, didn't really have many friends and they actually planned this murder since December and the stabbing occurred in May. So they sent emails back and forth, texts back and forth, Morgan would send emails to Anissa saying, delete all of your emails so there's no trace of, of like, our emails talking about this. Like, how are we going to kill her? Should we strangle her? Like, all different ways of trying to come up with killing her. And her search history was, like, how to get away with murder and, like, how to um, dispose of a body and things like that. So, you know, they're 12. Like, they're not yeah. going to be able to pull off a murder. Like, one in the email, it was, like, delete your email so the school doesn't see. But, like... <laughs> A mur- like the school isn't going to investigate a murder. That shows you how juvenile they are. Thinking yeah, that school is the ultimate authority. It's just hectic that they were 12. Like that is so young. I, mean, I would never even, I couldn't even comprehend like no. that kind of violence at 12 years old. I, yeah, um, it's... <clears throat> it's horrifying. So here is the kicker. Um, Morgan and Anissa were trialed as adults because in Wisconsin, if you're over the age of 10 and you are tried for um, attempted murder, you're tried as an adult, not juvenile. So they face 65 years in prison, and they, but their lawyers challenged um, their case, saying that they, because they're 12, they should be tried in juvenile court and they should have a lesser sentence, which went through. So they were able to be tried in juvenile court rather than adult court. <clears throat> so Peyton... Um, made a full recovery, is now going back to school. She would be like 17 now, I think. So yeah, about I'm a bit, that. I'm a bit older than mm. that. Um, and she's going to college, which is great. And she's doing really well, which is fantastic. So um, during the sentence, the both of the girls were extensively analysed by psychologists and mental health professionals. Um, stories came out about Morgan's upbringing from her parents from when the psychologist would interview them during the trial. Um, and they believe, and Morgan said that she was telepathically connected with Slender Man. She could talk to him in her bed through her brain. She said that she, her vision was often blurred and would like change and morph. Um, and that her prison cell was covered in drawings and papers and she was eventually diagnosed by professionals with having onset schizophrenia. Okay. Um, and in 2017, both girls were found not guilty by mental disease or disorder, but that means that Anissa was sentenced to 25 years in, uh, 25 years to life in a state psych- psychiatric institute, followed by communal supervision until she's 37. So that means in this institute, she will be watched by someone 
24 hours a day until she's 37 years old. And Morgan, who did the stabbing, she was sentenced to 40 years in psychiatric care um, until complete resolution of symptoms or until she's 53, whichever happens first. And again, with the communal supervision, so she'd be watched every day up until she's 53 um, to make sure she doesn't hurt herself or anyone else. Um, then when you watch like the documentary, um, when the girl, like, cause like their, their trial was in 2017. So for three years after, um, they can barely even say the word slender man because they realize how stupid and ridiculous it was. Like the judge asked them, like, um, especially Morgan, who's very well-spoken and very calm. Sorry, not Morgan and Nisa. She's very calm and very well-spoken. The judge says to her, like, why did you do this? What was the reason? And Anissa says, like, it was to appease a character that I believed in when I was younger. And the judge is like, who is it? And Anissa's like, I don't want to say it. It's ridiculous. Like, it's dumb. And, like, she's really grown up and, like, realized her actions and what she's done. Yeah. And eventually she has to say it. So, um, after the stabbing, the author of the original um, Slender Man image came out and said that he was really saddened by the act and that his heart went out to those affected by the tragedy. Um, the admins of the website, which was creepypasta where it all came from. Um, they also called the stabbing an isolated incident that didn't represent what the website stands for, which is just literacy and fun. Um, members of the creepypasta community held a 24 hour live YouTube stream to raise money for the victim. Um, and the aftermath of the stabbing came as a warning from police saying that this should be a quote-unquote wake-up call for parents um, and that the internet is full of dark and wicked things that can translate into reality. And that is the Slender Man stabbing. Crazy. The end. But that brings me to my, my a point that I want to talk about, which is the internet, which came up in the last episode, actually. And I think... Um, when I when when you were growing up, did you ever come across something that you shouldn't have come across, and that kind of um, took you by surprise or scared you? Um, not that like comes directly to mind, but yeah, like I was always cautious. Like you know, if anything popped up, to be careful. But there's nothing that I can like pinpoint. And no have one, you have well, you had that happen? Yeah, when I was a kid, like. It wasn't really the, it was it wasn't really so much me finding it but people would show me like a video they found on the internet and have it on their oh, phone right yeah yeah and it would be like a snuff film like a murder or something yeah. and like it's real and like I remember seeing one for the first time my friend th- thinking it was funny and I just didn't I just didn't get that I didn't think it was funny at all and like it made me really sick to my stomach and I felt really scared and like um, the internet really scared me for a long time when I was a kid like I was really scared to just like accidentally click on the wrong thing and like you know be really like find some dark things I shouldn't yeah. have found yeah and I was always really scared of like the police accidentally like if I did something wrong the police would come and get me um but did you so no one ever showed you any videos or anything yeah um it's funny you say that because there's this new um well it's only just come out on Netflix do you remember that guy that did those cat videos have you seen oh, it recently um, don't fuck with cats. Yeah, yeah yeah I remember someone trying to show me that video mm. yeah but I was I I definitely didn't watch it all yeah. I like obviously figured out what it was and didn't watch it but yeah now that you say that definitely and why do they show you I don't know I think people would just like look at this look what's happened like it's I so... don't know that they were like I, I don't think that they were like showing me it in like a funny way yeah no. no I think it was more just like the shock of it but it's so funny as human like I find it so strange like intrinsically as humans we find the need it's like the car crash effect they can't look away yeah and we find the need to like share these things just to see a reaction out of someone like when when that guy showed me that i was in like primary school mm. and like i was so angry at him and i felt oh yeah so sick to my stomach i couldn't sleep that night i couldn't even eat dinner because it was so graphic what i saw and like i just found it so um, inhumane and disgusting. And like totally. everything from that day changed for me. I remember like that whole week, I just saw everything so different. It was like dark yep. and I was scared. And like, um, and I find the internet can be such an incredible thing for people who to connect with communities and like be part of the, the greater, the like globalized world. But then again, 
it can really fuck you up as well. Yeah. Like that documentary you just mentioned yeah. is a perfect example. Like that guy went on to kill, he he murdered someone, yeah. recorded it, put it online, um, just just for infamy, just for fame. Yeah. And he got caught because he's a fucking idiot. But it's just that weird effect of like, we find the need to get a reaction out of people. But it's even like with horror movies, like people always ask me like, why do you want to be scared? Like, why do you want to feel? <laughs> yeah. But it's like, why do you want to watch a sad movie? Like, you know that Marley and me is going to be depressing, but you watch yeah. it anyway because it's sad. You want to feel, you want to feel that, you know? Yeah. I think people just like the thrill of like feeling scared. Mm. Definitely. Did you ever come across like? Did you ever? Were you ever playing? Would you ever play games and stuff when you were a kid online? No, I mean like only ever like really, just like skateboarding ones and stuff. <laughs> Where online? Tony Hawk. <laughs> but not online. Just um, like on the PlayStation. No, no, yeah, just on PlayStation. So when you were growing up, what was your internet like? What did you do on the internet? Well, see, I'm like only a few years older than you, right? So the internet was still like not that big when I was in primary school it wasn't till I was in high school that the internet was like a thing if that makes sense um so yeah like it it wasn't until I was a bit older that I was on the internet and what was it social media and yeah just all that kind of like regular stuff I never really like went into the dark web (laughs) honestly neither have I and I'm so glad that I haven't but I, like I, I'm, I'm guilty sometimes with being like, like to JJ, my partner, being like, oh my god, I saw this most fucked up video. Like here it is. But where do you go to find these? Like I wouldn't even know where to go. It's not even like it just st- I stumble across it okay. like Facebook or like, I don't know. Like sometimes um, the YouTube censorship doesn't work properly and like it might come up or like just okay. things like that. So yep. like, um, and like sometimes like and then I question. I'm like, why the fuck. Am I sharing this? This is not cool to, for me to be sharing at all because, like, it, it's horror. It's horrifying and disgusting, yeah. and um, that's why I enjoy horror so much because, like, it's fantasy. Hmm. It's not real. So, like, it's almost enjoying those like horrific things in life without the scary yeah. shit actually happening to me. Yeah, I um, see what you mean by that. Mm. Um, just on that though, like, why hasn't I'm surprised that YouTube can't, like, filter out those sort of uploads now. Like, it's 2020. Like, how are people still uploading, like, murders on the internet? Well, I think um, they're probably stricter now, but, you, like, there's always porn, like, that can slip through. Their videos can just slip through the cracks sometimes. Mm. They get pulled down pretty quickly and get flagged, but um, it's usually websites like 4chan... Okay, so it's not really YouTube, it's more, like, underground ones. Yeah, like, 4chan is a online, like, forum where people share. It's, like, it's, like, Reddit, kind of, but a bit darker and, like, very niche. And so people upload, that's that's the dark web, pretty much. Yeah, It's, like, murder videos and, like, all that horrible shit that people seek out for some strange reason. Um, But I remember when I was in high school, there was a website, it was, like, a challenge. So it would, um, I think, I can't remember what it was called now, but you go on the website and there's different levels to this website. So level one would be a, a animal, horrible bestiality porn video. Level two would be like a real murder and it would keep going and you have to get to the highest level you can without oh, whoa. turning so it, it off. it was like a game. Yeah, it was a game and like it was circulating through my um, primary school and oh we God. had to go to assembly and like the principal talked to us all and said like, whoever talks about this now will be in trouble. Like if you challenge your friends to it, you'll be in trouble. Because, like, it's fully illegal. Like, you mm. can't do that. And um, I remember that so clearly. I never watched it because I couldn't do it. But all my friends were talking about it. It was just, like, a fucked up time. Yeah. Um, but it comes back to, like, the fascination of the internet. And when it... For me, when the internet became, like, its its thing, people would, would just upload just endless amounts of stuff that was uncensored and, like, very easy to access as a child. So, like, I don't know. When I have kids, I just want to make sure that... I'm watching. Yeah. Like, I just get so scared. I'd be so scared. I don't know what I would do. Well, I, it's like kids now have got like every single social media platform you can think of. Literally. Like, I don't know. I still don't understand TikTok. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> but every kid has it. I know. Yeah. I know. That's the scary yeah. thing. My young cousins have got it. Yeah. And I'm like, they're teaching me what it is. And it's... I think that's a creepy app because it's just like photos of like um, videos yes. of just like 
you don't know what you're going to see. <laughs> no, you really yeah. don't. They can please strangers and like, you don't know what kind of thing it's promoting. You don't know if it's promoting like the wrong thing to kids. But yeah. my, um, my thing is like also being like around our age that when we, when we, um, eventually have kids or adopt kids or whatever you want to do, cause I'm going to definitely adopt. Um, I just like think that we have more of an idea about what's going on. We have more of an idea about definitely. how, how these things work. Whereas like my parents, they have no oh, fucking clue yeah, what no. Facebook, how face like really Facebook works and like how TikTok and things work. No, no, but then, they like, don't. <laughs> this example of you, you don't even understand what TikTok is. No, but like, <laughs> like I get it, but like I didn't get it until I like was weirdly addicted to it. Yeah. But it's always going to change. And like, there's going to be so many new things. I just wonder if like in 10 years, will Facebook still be a thing or will it be just the next? Well, they say in five years, Instagram will be gone. Or at least oh, really? moved on to something else. I thought Instagram would be the next big one and Facebook would they be They reckon gone. something is going to replace it. Uh, but, like, you know, that's just speculation. We better jump on that trend. Yeah, I know. Jesus. Um, well, that's pretty much, yeah, we're doing good. Tilly, it's been a pleasure. Are Thank you scared? You. <laughs> Are you scared shitless? Um, that is... <laughs> Yeah, like that's just, I'm probably going to think of that story tonight and be it's like, just, yeah. oh man. I remember um, reading about it and then driving to the mall and I saw like a bunch of like, like four, maybe four or five, like 12 year old girls. And I was like, that's the age. You don't realize when you say a story about a 12 year old girl stabbing a 12 year old girl until you see what that age looks yeah. like. And then you realize that that it just it can't even you can't even compute it in your brain no like i couldn't even imagine witnessing that because it just wouldn't make sense to my brain it just it just doesn't make sense it's almost like contradictory of their age like a 12 year old girl able to stab someone yeah, 19 times it doesn't make sense to that's me that's the thing yeah it's like how could she do it or how could they do it mm. The internet, man. I know. Crazy shit. (laughs) Look after your kids and fucking put some locks on that shit and some passwords or some shit. Get them off fucking TikTok. (laughs) And um, that's, yeah, don't don't stab your friends 19 times, please. But, Chili, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. The way that I'm going to do it next time is I'm trying to get scarier and scarier every week. So by the time you come back, I'm going to (laughs) be... Full horror mode. And you just wait, okay? It's going to scare the shit out of you. Um, thanks so much again. I'll see you next week. You can follow me on Facebook now at Scared Shitless. Also, Instagram at Scared Shitless Pod. And we're on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And that's it. I love you so much. Thanks for listening. And see you next week. Bye. Bye-bye.